Welcome to another episode of the Christian Combatives Podcast. I'm your host and servant in Jesus Christ, Paladin Actual. I am joined here by Joshua Rosebro, um, who you may know from... What do, you, what do people know you from? Uh, people know me from uh, Fighting for Faith, Pirate of Christian Media, uh, Max Holiday's Birdcage Cedar. I am kind of I do a bunch of different things, all of them very strange. Yeah, he's he's probably best known for um, for the original voice of Strong Bad from the Homestar Runner cartoon. <laughs> it's actually not a I'm character not... voice. It's just how he sounded before puberty. I <laughs> don't. <laughs> hello, hello, I'm an eleven-year-old child. I totally sound normally this way. <laughs> it was it was rough growing up there, uh, up there in the Roseboro household. All right, uh, yeah, so what I, I want gotta... to you, yeah, you got you got to grow beards and crank crank up the thermostat, otherwise you get really weird puberty. The rest of us, our voice just cracked like normal people. Uh, so what we're going to be looking at today is actually, and this is for whatever reason this video is making its rounds again recently, even though it's a kind of older video. Uh, and this is Ben Shapiro talking with, what's his name? Bishop Baron, is it just Baron something? Who is it? I forget the guy's name. Bishop Baron. Yeah, it's just Bishop Baron. I don't know why I thought it was Bishop Baron something. Like I think thinking like Baron, like a title or whatever. Like Baron, Baron von Munchausen. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. So the idea is that um, Ben Shapiro is asking him about, he's doing an interview and like, he's like, well, you know, honestly, gang, I'm Jewish. So I don't know if you notice, I have this little funny hat on my head. Uh, am I going to hell? I don't think I am because I'm a pretty good person. And, uh, and his argument is, well, his, his conversation is with uh, Bishop Barron over whether or not, <laughs> whether or not he's going to hell, which is an interesting way to start things off. So um, I'm going to play the clip and, and you can, uh, we could pause it uh, here and there. There's going to be some commentary. So here we go. So let's start okay. with the most awkward of the awkward questions. Yeah. I don't really care about this question particularly much, but I get this question a lot, which is, you know, as a Jew, how does it feel that there are other religions that don't think you're getting into heaven? So let me ask you, what's the Catholic view on who gets into heaven and who doesn't? I feel like I lead a pretty good life, a very religiously based life in which I try to keep not just the Ten Commandments, but a solid 603 other commandments as well. And I spend an awful lot of my time promulgating what I would consider to be Judeo-Christian virtues, particularly in Western societies. So what's the Catholic view of me? Am I basically screwed here? No. So, <laughs> so you, heard, you, heard the, you heard him yourself. Um, now, he's covered. He's got all 613 made-up laws. Now, I, I follow actually 800 more made-up laws in addition to those 613. Uh, so honestly, I don't even have to be a Christian at this point. I just have to follow the laws that I made up, right? So how does that work? Ooh. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. Uh, I, I can summon. I can summarize it in one word: poorly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. The um, it's it's interesting that he immediately jumps to kind of wor works, and he's like, "This is my justification for you know I need to be getting into heaven." Uh, and a few verses I have queued up in in this other tab here, uh, Galatians mm -hmm. chapter two, verses sixteen. Yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law but through faith in Jesus Christ so that we have also believed. So we also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ, not by works of the law, because by works of the law, no one will be justified. If only that was more clear. Romans 3, right. 21 and following. But now the righteousness of God has been manifest apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, who put, whom God put forth as a propitiation by his blood to be received by 
faith. And then, of course, Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Um, I, I mean, those would probably be the verses that I would jump to if Ben Shapiro was asking me this question. Uh, well, like, yeah. ben, Shap- ben Shapiro being a member of uh, modern-day Judaism, which is nothing more than an outgrowth of the religion of the Pharisees, doesn't really believe in the authority of the New Testament to begin with. Well, but he traces his lineage back to Abraham, didn't you? Didn't you know that? Let me see oh, 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 yes, oh, yes, for sure. Like, oh, absolutely. But you know, <laughs> well, you know, I've got this verse right here of a couple of other mm. people who trace their lineage back to Abraham, and I bring this up a lot, and people don't seem to be too familiar with it. So Jesus is talking with the Pharisees, mm. John chapter eight, uh, and they're talking about Abraham as our father, et cetera, et cetera. Verse 42, Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I came from God, and I am here. I came not of my own accord, but he sent me. Who, why do you not understand what I say? It is because you cannot bear to hear my word. You are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, does not stand in truth, because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he's a liar and the father of lies. But I tell you, uh, but I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If, if I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of God hears the word of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. So this is, I mean, that's one of the, the famous sections where Jesus, like, outright says, I'm God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the, there are some groups who would say that Jesus never does that. Um, but, I mean, this kind of begs the question. If, uh, if somebody's saying, well, I do all the good works that God wants me to do, but I reject God himself, like... Does one doesn't exactly make up for the other, I guess. No, 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 it it doesn't because Christ clearly says that you know the only like it, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Therefore, without a without Christ, there is no being accepted by the Father because it's not our righteousness that we can somehow attain, but rather it's Christ's righteousness over us like you know you know we put on the robe of his righteousness you know the wedding clothes the marriage feast of the lamb i'm throwing out a bunch of things here <laughs> well no you're stealing from my sermon this upcoming sunday is you know reaching out <laughs> being saved by the garment of christ putting on christ etc etc i'm not uh-huh. gonna, i'm not gonna spoil it but yeah john 14 6 says he's the way the truth and life if you had known me you would have known my father also it seems to be like there's this explicit mm-hmm. connection between um uh, I'll do this one too, since it's hard to hear Acts 4. Uh, this is Jesus. This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builder, the builders, which has become mm-hmm. the cornerstone. There was salvation in no one else, for there's no other name under heaven given by, among men by which we may be saved. Yeah, there's a, I don't know. It, I mean, it seems abundantly, abundantly clear. There's, you know, so many passages in scripture, and yet they talk about that somebody's justified by Christ alone. Uh, mm-hmm. And then obviously Ben Shapiro's first approach is, well, here are all my good good deeds. Here are all my filthy rags. Can you judge me on these, please? <laughs> and God at the very on the last day of judgment be like, okay, let's judge you by your works. And <laughs> then the we'll go through the... Okay. <laughs> it's like, all right, uh, if that's what you want, I mean, sure. Yeah, I have uh, I have some, some small children, and um, one of the things they like doing is they like picking up things that they think are heavy and saying, look, I'm strong to carry the backpack or whatever. They're like four. So they're, you know, they're carrying these things and like, look at how strong I am. I'm so strong. And it's cute, I guess. I mean, especially if they're, you know, cleaning up the house and and not making a mess. But they're, yeah, this idea of like somehow your works are going to impress God. Um, The standard, let's say you're at, you know, the Brian Shaw International Strongman Competition or something like that. And you've got a toddler like... 
he's not going to make it through the first round. I'm sorry. And this is, I mean, it's even worse with, with your own works. But, right, and even even by the strongman competition, we're still working off of a standard of like, you know, you know, vanilla human. Yeah, you know, we're not we're not dealing with you know somebody would be augmented with an exoskeleton or something <laughs> like that with you know power armor. Like if we want to go the Heinlein route, you know, like like with power armor, you'd be like, oh, it's strongman competition. Who cares? So we have a different standard by which to measure something and by the measurement that god gives us it's a standard that nobody can attain except for christ himself so he's this is not even a league that anybody can compete in yeah you yeah you don't have in, in when it comes to works of faith there are no brian shaw's or eddie halls <laughs> there are there are there is nobody who can who can lift that strong so that rock so big that god himself alone can lift it um it's almost like that's intentional uh, this is, I mean, this was another aspect that I'm, I'm previewing for my sermon this week is this uncleanness that this woman suffers for, for, you know, the discharge of blood or whatever mm. is, you know, people mm. can say, well, it's not her fault that she's unclean and she's cut off from the temple. She's cut off from her own people and stuff like that. And if you want to argue that it's your own fault or not that you're unclean, the fact of the matter is there's nothing you can do to clean yourself. You have to be cleansed. You have to be declared clean. You have to, this has to happen to you. It's an impossible, mm-hmm. it's a no one scenario if you're relying on yourself, which... Oh, correct. Yeah. Uh, One thing that I've... uh, An interesting and, like, really awesome interpretation of the Good Samaritan that comes to mind... I know it sounds like a segue, but it's not. um, (laughs) ...is the fact that the very first person to come across the Samaritan is the rabbi, and the rabbi can't touch him because that would make him unclean or because he thinks it's a dead body. And then you go through go down the litany of the list of the different individuals that you think should have been able to save this person but can't due to one reason or another. And it's this dirty Samaritan that comes along, you know, as they like, like oh, my gosh, and is able to do these things, uh, pointing to the fact that, you know, the <laughs> when you're dead in trespasses and sins, the only person that can save you is... It's Christ, yeah. you know, the rejected one. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not that you kind of get over it yourself. Yeah, the, yeah. The one mm-hmm. that, that's rejected is the one who ends up. Um, well, he actually ends up taking the the foulness of death upon himself. I would say that mm-hmm. even though he's rejected, uh, additionally touching a dead body, additionally being willing to touch that dead person, basically, um, he's willing to bear that indignity. But I, Mm -hmm. so I actually wrote six sermons for this upcoming Sunday just because I could. (laughs) They're all like two minutes long. Um, The congregation's (laughs) going to hate it. Um, But the homily light. Yeah. Well, I I didn't know which which topic to pick. And this was just like such a rich vein of text that I was like, you know what? I'm just going to just do as many sermons as I can fit in this section. (laughs) Shotgun, multiple (laughs) sermons. Like, all right, we got two minutes here, two minutes here. Let's see what we can do. Yeah, I thought I was being clever. Somebody told me that that's like actually something people do. I was like, oh, okay. Whatever, sermonette. All right, I'm going to I'm going to hit play. We're going to see what um what the All Roman right. Catholic response to Ben Shapiro being saved by his works is. I'm sure it's going to be oh. Keep in mind all the Bible texts that we just went over. Here we go. The Catholic view go back to uh, the Second Vatican Council says it very clearly. I mean, Christ is the privileged route to salvation. I mean, God so loved the world he gave his only son that we might find eternal life. So that's the the privileged route. However, that <laughs> Um, Notice he, he quotes, he, he invokes Vatican II before any scriptural <laughs> passage. Well, and then in addition to that, like when he even mentions the Bible, he has to insert extra words. He's like, well, he's like, yeah, John three sixteen talks about the privileged route. I mean, we talked about Acts 4 and John 14 and all these other things. It's like, Jesus is the way, the truth, and love. Oh, Jesus is the privileged way, you see. It's you know, the, the fullest you know, appreciation, but, but not the only way. 
I mean, it's, it's, it's exclusive language being used, like there is no other name under heaven or, you know, nobody comes to the Father except through the Son. Like, nobody. And then then somehow just magically this word, well, it's just the privilege, the priv- privilege drop. And, and th- I think that's going to be his, uh, that's that's the thorn that he inserts into the text to make it, to just twist it all. It's just that one that one word. It's like, am, am I repentant enough or whatever? But you you see, if he if he actually quotes scripture accurately and says <laughs> to Ben Shapiro, No, I'm sorry, but based upon the clear text of scripture, it says that your good works can't save you, he's not gonna get invited over to Ben Shapiro's <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner. You know, it's he's gonna be he's gonna Honestly, be ousted. The best dinner. The best dinner. That's like the Ben Shapiro voice doing a doing a Trump <laughs> explanation of Thanksgiving. <laughs> that's that's the offspring I need to see. Oh man! Uh, well, so and this is this is what I what I kind of get. I don't know much about uh, this Bishop Barron guy. I've seen him now and then, but I kind of get. Okay, if there's one trait of all the negative human traits that exist in the world that just irritate me the most, it is cowardice. Cowardice absolutely irritates me the most, especially when when like you're a coward regarding God's word. When you're unwilling to even say, "Look, God said this," and you point to Scripture and you say, "Take it up with the big man." Like you don't even have to fight that battle. People can be upset at you and you'd be like, look, God says what he says. You can get mad at God if you'd like to. But just like, I don't know, this seems so wormy. Like, okay, well, I don't really want to offend Mr. Shapiro or, you know, anybody. So, It's a very politician way of answering a question. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. All right, let's keep going. Second 2 clearly teaches that someone outside the explicit Christian faith can be saved. Now, they're saved through the grace of Christ, indirectly received. So, I mean, the grace is coming from Christ. But it might be received according to your uh, conscience. So if you're following your conscience sincerely, or in your case, you're following the commandments of the law sincerely, yeah, you can be saved. Now, that doesn't conduce to a complete relativism. I, we still would say the privileged route and, and the, the route that God is, has offered to humanity is, is the route of his son. We would say the privileged, the Bible doesn't say anything about a privileged route. Like, you know, narrow is that you know wide is the broad is the gate that leads to destruction. Narrow is well, well, really, really narrow. That's just the privileged route. But they all kind of go. I don't know. Later on, he tries to explain like what he says isn't actually relativism or like universalism or whatever. But just this, nah, yeah, he, this privileged route nonsense. Yeah, he ste- he stepped in that uh, relativistic you know <laughs> mud puddle, and now he's saying he stuck his foot in there. Ah, like, <laughs> I gotta try to wipe this up. So he's grabbing like paper towels off the off the shelf, going ah, but he can books still see the stains. Pages from scripture <laughs> to wipe off his, his books. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Let, let me tread on scripture. I'm gonna pull. And yeah. I had these things memorized before because I used to quote this at people all the time. I wanted to pull up things from uh, the Council of Trent, which basically says that anyone who's not a Roman Catholic is going to hell. Anathema, that means curse. Uh, and it still applies. Trent has never been redacted, and it's nope. kind of it's kind of important. And if you're, I've heard people explain before. Well, uh, anathemas only apply to people who are already Roman Catholics. And I'm like, well, no, not really. That's not. It just means curse. That's a, the term from the Bible. The Eastern Orthodox use it all the time. They call people anathema all the time. They sing anathema at people all the time. Um, <laughs> But there's so there's there's two passages. I mean, uh, there's, there's two passages from two documents from Vatican II. Vatican II was a Roman Catholic council that happened in like the 1970s or something like that. The hippie, uh, hippie era. So of course this is all yeah. kumbaya nonsense. Um, I'm going to quote two things. First is from a um, a document called Lumen Gentium. The second is from a document called Nostra Aetate. I would 
recommend anybody to read them in full context if you think that I'm taking things out of context. I absolutely am not. Um, so paragraph 16, subsection 126, Illumin Gentium, Vatican II says this, but the plan of salvation also includes those who acknowledge the creator. And that's a pretty low bar. In the first place among these are the Muslims who, professing to hold the faith of Abraham along with us, adore the one and merciful God, who on the last day will judge mankind, which means that the Roman Catholics worship the God of Islam. Uh, Nor is God far distant from those who in shadows and images seek the unknown God, for it is he who gives to all men life and breath and all things. And uh, And as Savior wills that all men be saved. Those also can attain salvation who, through no fault of their own, do not know the gospel of Christ or his church, yet sincerely seek God and are moved by grace, uh, by grace, strive by their deeds to do his will as known to them through the dictates of conscience. So salvation by following your conscience. You know, there's no no name under heaven except for, you know, Christ. But, I mean, it's such, it's such squishy language. Man, there's, I feel like there's writings in the in the New Testament about like the nature of men's hearts. You know, it, it <laughs> well, doesn't. It doesn't that the things that flow out of the heart aren't good and should be followed at all times. And whatever you feel is right, you just do that thing. <laughs> you know, you're not. That's not very 1970s of you, man. That's not very groovy. <laughs> I was born in the 80s. I don't. I don't ascribe to the 70s. <laughs> that's yeah. I mean, right, man. That's not very kumbaya of you, man. <laughs> You know, we all have the one God, you know, man. And <clears throat> it hurts, man. How does how do people be hippies for for extended periods of time? So yeah, like you just gotta believe, you know, like Cheech and Chong. You gotta believe in like a singular being, or as Notra Etate says, the Hindus are included, and so are the Buddhists as well. Ghostra okay. Aitate says the Catholic Church rejects nothing that is true and holy in these religions. It's talking about Buddhism and Cat uh, and Buddhism and Hinduism. Uh, she regards with sincere reverence those ways of conduct in life, those precepts and teachings, which, through di- uh, which though different, differing in many aspects from the ones she holds and sets forth, uh, notice it doesn't say wrong, <laughs> nonetheless often reflect a ray of that truth which enlightens all men. Indeed, she proclaims and ever must proclaim Christ, the way, the truth, and the life, in whom men find the fullness of religious life, in whom God has reconciled all things to himself. The church therefore exhorts her sons through dialogue and collaboration with the followers of other religions carried out with prudence and love and in witness to the Christian faith and life. They recognize, preserve, and promote good things, spiritual and moral, as well as the social, cultural values among these men. Uh, Sorry, I'm going to keep going. There's a little bit more. The church regards with esteem also the Muslims, spelled differently than the other document, Muslims. They adore the one God, living and subsisting in himself, merciful and all-powerful, the creator of heaven and earth who has spoken to men. They take pains to submit wholeheartedly to even his inscrutable decrees, just as Abraham, John chapter 8, with whom the faith of Islam takes her pleasure in linking itself, submitting to God, though they do not acknowledge Jesus as God. This is a minor disagreement. They do not acknowledge Jesus as God. They revere him as a prophet. Oh, that's good. They also honor Mary. Well, <laughs> that's also, okay. Uh, his virgin mother, at, at times, they even call upon her with devotion. Uh, in addition, they wait the day of judgment. God will render the desserts, uh, to, the desserts to all who have been raised up from the dead. Finally, they value the moral life, like uh, Muhammad and, Ali- and Aisha, and worship God, especially through prayers, alms- give- almsgiving, fasting, and jihad. 
Oh, I put that part. Um, since the course <laughs> of the century is not a feat. This is, I love, I love how, how uh, now pusillanimous <laughs> this language is here. Since the course of centuries, not a few quarrels and hostilities have arisen between Christians and Muslims. This is a little, you know, thing. The sacred synod urges all to forget the past and work and work sincerely, man, for mutual understanding to preserve as well as promote together for the benefit of all mankind, social justice, moral welfare, as well as peace and freedom, dude. So, yeah, <laughs> there's there's no sir Aitate for you. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, see, this is one of those reasons why I love being Lutheran. And oh, oh question. Is this the Lutheran snark that I've heard so much about? <laughs> where you know you're gonna sit there and insert extra language in there that totally fits into the vibe of the thing. <laughs> you mean that Nostra Aetate would not approve of jihad? I, you know what? This is this is part of the they're vibrant just, Muslim they're, culture. They're just following their conscience. Get it right. <laughs> they're. Fo- I mean, in 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 a hundred percent seriousness, that is literally what's happening. It is it is mm-hmm. the conscience of those who follow Islam. To do jihad, which means the whole, which is the, the struggle, the holy struggle. They are following their yep. conscience. Yeah. And the teachings and they're also, of their prophet. And the teaching, yes, their teachings. People keep calling them the people that go out and do war and jihad. Oh, they're the extremists. Like, is it really extremist to actually follow the letter of your <laughs> book? Like, like, I don't know. Like, you know, some people can share. You can take it, you can take it too far. But when I'm sitting here, I was like, oh, yes, I'm, a, I'm such an extremist Lutheran. I believe what Christ said in the, in the books that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through him. No, there, there, is, there is a seeming lack of people that are overly dog, dogmatic about uh, key beliefs that certain faiths are supposed to hold these days due to a severe lack of education yeah you know <laughs> yeah i mean to be fair uh, so so maybe this is maybe this is a credit salvation from not knowing all of the canons of all of your councils um i would say i would say the level of roman catholic understanding of the canons of the council of trent is probably not even as good as the lutheran understanding of the book of concord and since most lutherans aren't particularly familiar with the Book of Concord. You know, they don't know about, you know, that rubbing garlic on magnets removes its magnetism or, or whatever the Book of Concord says. I don't know. I've never read it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> something about Mary's perpetual virgin, you just rub garlic on magnets, et cetera, et cetera. It's, I don't know. Right. It sounds but silly. only in the Latin translation, which nobody uses. Oh, the, the magnets are only in the Latin translation? Oh, well, yeah, uh, that, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's that's what you're talking about, yeah. Um, <laughs> not the other thing that, that the other everybody thing, agrees yeah. on. Yeah, so, I mean, this is, this is, and as a Roman Catholic, if you're listening to this and you're saying, you know, this is offensive, well, look, I mean, we showed you the, the documents and we showed you scripture, and there's this Roman Catholic um, uh, bishop explaining these these concepts himself. This isn't like Lutheran slander. This is... Oh, that'd be a great name for a channel, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, this is this is the explicit teachings of the Roman Catholic Church. The Jews and Muslims, those who it, it's by the way, it's not that they just don't you know through no fault of their own they don't know about Jesus. Uh, and, and there's I know the concept of invincible ignorance, and I think I think there's all kinds of problems with it, uh, biblical problems with it. This is a group of people. So Ben, do you think Ben Shapiro? With people like Michael Knowles and 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 uh, Matt Walsh and and you know various Christians who interact with him, do you think he's never heard about Jesus Christ through no fault of his own? He's never heard about Jesus Christ, or do you think that he explicitly rejects Christ as his savior? 
Because I'm gonna go with option two. Well, I mean, this is it's it's an important distinction, right? I, 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 apparently, I mean, if if the argument being made about Vatican II is that you know people through no fault of their own don't know about Jesus and they're saved, you know, they're just trying to you know the Holy Spirit works in their conscience to get them to do good works and stuff like that, and God brings them to salvation. Okay, if you want to make that argument, I don't think it's a good argument. But that doesn't apply to somebody like Ben Shapiro. So the, the fact no. that he's quoting these things and saying, well, you know, Roman Catholic Church teaches that, you know, people can be saved outside of, you know, outside of faith in Christ. So, well, does that include people who know about Jesus and reject him? Um, I would say that that's an additional bar to cover. I, but, all right, let me, let me hit play and, uh, and, and see what other wisdom this guy's got. But no, you can be saved. Uh even yeah, you can't be saved. Just repent and put your faith in Christ is what he's going to say next. Vatican II says that an atheist of goodwill can be saved because in following his conscience, if he does, ah! John Henry Newman said the conscience <laughs> is the aboriginal vicar of Christ in the soul. Yeah, do you, yeah, do you know what the Bible says about the conscience? I mean, you know, there is, you know, <laughs> the law of God is printed on the hearts of man or whatever, but there's also out of the heart flows all kinds of evil. Yeah. Well, you know, this one dude said that the aborigines... Uh, hearts are a uh, conscience are the the soul of of every of every faith or something so that's that's equivalent to question. whatever scripture says <laughs> question i have a question for you and i don't know if you're going to have an answer but uh, this would be more of on average have you ever met an atheist who doesn't know about the bible well okay um, by know about the Bible, do you mean like actually know what's in it, or you mean like know it exists? Because uh, there... you have to have. I think you have to have a little bit of knowledge, at least just a tertiary amount of knowledge or small amount in order <laughs> to know what's inside of the book. I mean, because usually, <laughs> like, I, yeah, I mean, if, if 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 we're talking about an atheist that at least knows that the Bible is about this Jesus Christ guy who maybe died on a cross, and that's all they know, like. I've never met an atheist who doesn't know that much. You know, there's the atheists mm -hmm. who come and, you know, what about, you know, you Christians eat shellfish and you Christians do this, that, and the other thing, and how come, whatever. And they have all these gotcha questions that you could just answer by opening the Bible. So atheists are about as ignorant of the Bible as Christians are, um, sometimes not as much. Um, <laughs> but uh, but in terms of, like, like, the most general kind of understanding of Jesus... I've never met I've never met an atheist, not one. And I've been in many, many different countries. I've never met a single person who's not aware of like a, a single adult person who's not aware of like, okay, I know the Bible's about this Jesus guy and he and he dies on the right. cross. Like the basic right. things. Yeah, because usually the atheists are all about hoorah rah, let's you know, let's debunk Christianity and deconstruct it from the from you know, from the top down and rah you know. <laughs> I mean I, I, I'm assuming that uh, Bishop Barron or whatever is not talking about Vosh. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, Vosh may uh, may lead a – he may be following what his conscience tells him to do and behaving <laughs> in such a way that his heart, his heart feels is right. Therefore, <laughs> Vosh, who doesn't even adore the one true merciful God like the Muslims do, um, <laughs> Vosh too can be saved. Without re without repentance, you'll notice in all of this, he never once <laughs> says right. that repentance and no. faith in Christ is required. He just says, you know, they no. they they could be saved. Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't they be saved? I mean, aside from the Bible verses that said they won't be, but 
we don't talk about everybody it. under the sun can be saved because there but but for the grace of god go i because i myself am a sinner dead in trespasses and sins and have been redeemed by christ i am not holding myself up as some sort of virtuous individual you must be like me it's like no <laughs> well you know i gotta say that you're not sounding very calvinist right now saying that everybody can be saved <sighs> because you know god does pick winners and losers before they're even <laughs> oh that yeah. double predestination yeah 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 oh yeah yeah <laughs> and we I mean, and we and we shouldn't preach the gospel to people because we don't know if they're actually saved or not. So we don't want to waste well, our time. It's it's like baptism. You don't want to give the gifts that God has for you know people. You don't want to give those to people unless you know that they first already have what the gift gives to them. So you don't want to preach the gospel to people who don't already have faith to receive the gospel first. This is right. I don't, it's well, not common sense, but it's something. All right, let's see if we can get through this video before you have to go. <laughs> Characterization. That it is, in fact, the voice of Christ. If he's the Logos made flesh, right? He's the divine mind or reason made flesh. That when I follow my conscience, I'm following him, whether I know it explicitly or not. Did, I feel like there was a verse where Paul talked about like not knowing that coveting would be a sin if it hadn't been explicitly told. I mean, we don't need the Bible if, if we just follow what our conscience tells us, right? Yeah, who needs who needs this big book that we have to read or something? It's 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 complicated, well, especially uh, in the original languages. You don't speak them. It's like, eh, who needs it? Well, I mean, really, the Bible should only be read in Latin, and even then, not by you, only by authorized interpreters. That so. or King James, or only that's that. <laughs> the King James, yeah, King James is the only authorized version that lay people are allowed to read. Everything else is off the table. <laughs> If it was good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for everyone it's else. It's good enough for, yeah. King James was good enough for Jesus and Joseph Smith and, I don't know. <laughs> all right, all right, I'll do well, this. Even the atheist Vatican II teaches of goodwill can be saved. So is Catholicism act-based or faith-based? Because this has been sort of the traditional distinction between Judaism, for example, and Christianity, yeah. is Judaism is... This... <laughs> <laughs> Ben Shapiro coming in with a haymaker. Yeah. Oh man! So you're so you're saying that faith has nothing to do with salvation whatsoever, right? This is because that's literally what you're saying. Which he's not wrong. This is what what Baron is saying. He's like, well, you just do what your heart tells you, you know. Uh, and to, you know, props to Ben Shapiro. He, his his religion is not correct, but this is the right question to answer, to, to ask. And and Baron whiffs it about as hard as you possibly could uh, with his response here. It's a very acts-based religion where it's all about what you do in this life and that earns you points in heaven. Uh, and then there's the faith-based religions that are more based on you believe in the truth, the way, and the life, and now you're in. Yeah, where, where does Catholicism actually stand? <laughs> or is that division too star? No, I, I would say it's love-based. Uh, so, okay, yeah. So acts versus faith. Uh, there's, there really are only two religions. There's Christianity and there's everything else, which it's by your own virtue or qualities of yourself that you make it into heaven, whether you meditate mm -hmm. hard enough or, you know, what, like literally every other religion on the planet is you do or you are something good enough to be in heaven or enlightened or whatever. This should be like a super easy question to answer. And he just is like, just avoids, avoids it entirely because he's just been talking about works this whole time. I, I kind of go back like five seconds or whatever so you can so everybody can hear because I spoke over my apologies. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, sure. I'll do that. The truth, the way, and the life, and now you're in. Mm -hmm. where, where does Catholicism actually stand, or is that division too star? No, I, I would say it's love-based. Uh, God is love. God mm -hmm. so loved the world, he sent his only son. We're being drawn. It's a, it's a love-based religion. God, God is love, so it's a God-based religion. <laughs> Salva <laughs> salvation by God. Sola, sola, sola Deo? 
Solideo Salvatio or something. I don't know. <laughs> and he's just like a cop out. I'm like, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, that literally Ben Shapiro set up the perfect trolley problem for him. I mean, he decided to eat the actual mechanism rather than, than actually <laughs> making like, a choice. on the track and hit both. <laughs> <laughs> Multi-track drifting. He's like, I got you, bro. <laughs> you see, you wait for the first set of wheels to pass, and then you hit the switch, and then you can get both tracks at the same time yep. and just yeah, get exactly. it wrong on every count. <laughs> Everybody's dead. Like, yeah, Nobody's yeah. saved. What? Yeah. What do you see? <laughs> yeah, what he says next, like, completely undermines both the uh, both the concept of salvation by faith and the concept of salvation by works, because you know you're saved by 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 love, which is or isn't a work or faith or something. Oh, like, oh gosh, one into the divine love. Now, do we have to accept that love as an act of, of faith? Of course, right. So, so God makes this great offer in Christ. Is it accepted in faith? Yeah. Aquinas says faith is the, is the door of the spiritual life. Without faith, you can't get into the spiritual life. That means a trust in the divine love. Now, having made that great fundamental act, are you now called upon to be fully engaged, mind, will, passion, body, everything, in response to that love, a love? So, just real quick, um, he talked I can't I mean, diagram that sentence. Yeah, he almost stumbles into correctness for a moment. He taught, you know, faith, you have to pass through faith first and then works are required after you have faith. Okay. But Ben Shapiro just admitted that he didn't have faith. Like he doesn't have the right faith. He's so if you don't pass through that doorway first, then how can you say that he's saved? It's I don't know. It's it's almost like this it's incoherent. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The way that his sentences are working right now reminds me far more of Chuck Pierce from Glory of Ziohazard <laughs> than anything else. Uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 well, it's not it's not faith or works based. It's seasons based, and it's based on what season are you in right now, and do you have that calling and that you know show? Are you going to are you going to receive <laughs> a suddenly? Yeah, it's suddenlies based. You know, you know, Jesus died suddenlies, and then suddenlies he rose from the grave. And, like, suddenlies. <laughs> well, it's, he ro- he wrote he rose so that your suddenlies would have a purpose. Oh, he rose, and then like like a rose blooms, he rose. Well, uh, you need props at this point to bring out, and then and then show just far, random show far. <laughs> Somebody's dancing with flags in the background, <laughs> the cartwheel across. Oh, oh uh, gosh, this explains the, uh, the extravagant outfits of the cardinals. They're really, you know, they're supposed to be dancing. They just never do. Awakening love in you, yes. So we need the language of love. cooperation. Awakening your suddenly <laughs> accepted in faith. Luther was right to that extent. If Luther had said, Boom. gratia prima, we'd be fine. Grace first. See, that's, that's true at any time you're relating to God. If you're saying, well, I'm going to do it. I'm on my way to climb the holy mountain. Well, then you're on the wrong path, just by definition. So, of course, it begins with grace. Well, okay. I so know what he, this is. He, he <laughs> could have, yeah, he could have said, like, well, okay, but you're saved by, he could have at least said, you're saved by faith first, and then actions are essential. But he, but he didn't. No. He, he's having this war in his brain because Ben Shapiro asked the right question. <laughs> he asked the correct question. So it's like these two dichotomous ideas fighting for dominance in his own brain. The inside of you are two wolves. Oh, and, you know, and it, literally, but, bo- <laughs> but both, of them, uh, both of them suffer from anemia, so it's like a really weak-willed fight, and they're just kind of, you know, <laughs> tussling. 
<laughs> and his brain is just spitting out words like a random word generator. I'm <laughs> going back to this prophecy bingo card, and he like pulls it out of his pocket. You know, it's really love based on suddenlies and the the uh, flowing, the outflowing from your heart. Rose, rose growing, rose. I forget what that one means. Uh, <laughs> just yeah, catch. Just shouts out catchphrase in the middle of his. Ah man. <laughs> Okay, uh, we're almost done with this video. It only took us yeah. almost an hour to get through four minutes. <laughs> but then God, who's not competitive with us, he, he wants us fully alive. And so God invites us now to respond, body and soul, everything we've got, in love to the love that he's offered us. So I put it that way. It's grace and then cooperation with grace, which manifests itself in a life of love. And that's what... I. Okay, like again, I, put Ben Shapiro in here. Like, is it did he cooperate with the grace of Christ's death on the cross? <laughs> was there any cooperation with that? There, there, there was. There was no. There's no answer here. <laughs> like, uh, put, put in like you know, like uh, honestly, I swear to you, put in uh, the soundtrack from uh, Super Mario sixty four with Dire Dire Docks in the background, like kind of the airy, kind of watery kind of thing, and it it will sound like a charismatic, <laughs> uh, you know, sermon. <laughs> Let me see if I can. Oh, um, uh, look up Dire Dire Docs Remastered. No, no, uh, it's video game music. You're not going to get copyright. Uh, uh, Docs Remastered because there's like a, there's somebody after. This one. Yeah, that one. That one. Yes. All right. Hopefully the ad block works. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Now play him. Uh Uh-oh. Here, here, no, no, no. Hold up. Settings, playback speed, five, 50%. <laughs> I'm on my way to climb the holy mountain. <laughs> well, then you're on the wrong path, just by definition. <laughs> so, of course, it begins with grace. But then God, who's not competitive with us, he, he wants us fully alive. And so God invites us now to respond, body and soul, everything we've got, in love to the love that he's offered us. So I put it that way. It's grace and then cooperation with grace, which manifests itself in a life of love. And that's what, what salvation consists in. Because what... <laughs> This is tell me I was right. I can't survive this. (laughs) How old is this? He's got to be a hippie. This is such uh... Uh, acolyte of Francis. It makes it. It makes so much sense now. It just with the with the Mario music. Just it puts it all into perspective. You know. Okay, uh, I'm going to value your time. We've got 10 minutes. We can finish this. 30 okay, seconds. Okay, we can finish, we can think finish. of it this way. What gets me to heaven? Well, what is heaven? You know, Paul <laughs> says, you know, the three things that last, faith, hope, and love. But the, the greatest of these is love. Because in heaven, faith fades away. <laughs> I don't need faith anymore. I'm seeing. In heaven, hope fades away. Who needs to hope? You got it. But love endures because love is what heaven is. So if you say, well, I don't care about love. It's just a, it's pure faith. Well, what are you going to do all day in heaven? <laughs> what will heaven? That's what heaven is, is the, is the act of love. So it begins here below as we cooperate with grace. I'd say that's the, 
the Catholic way of looking at it. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna have an infarction. <laughs> I can't do it, man. I had I had a whole other video like queued up. It was like he's explaining the same thing: who can be saved. I can't. It's like seven minutes. I can't make it through uh, seven minutes of this guy. This is unbelievable. No, no, no it's so bad. I we 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 thoroughly um, kind of tore apart his bad theology with scripture. I, I'm gonna I'm memes. gonna name this uh, name this video: uh, Ben Shapiro and Bishop Barron versus the Bible. <laughs> 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 yes. Yes. Uh, Dude, this is you know, this is why people on. don't watch my watch my channel. They think I'm too I'm too argumentative and demeaning. Oh. I guess. <laughs> I mean, oh, they should, if they want to see argu- argumentative and demeaning, they should watch our channel. Him oh, and, uh, and just for that segue, <laughs> head on over to. Uh, I was going to say your channel's name is not Prophecy Bingo. <laughs> That's no. just what everybody knows it for. <laughs> Pirate Christian Radio. Where you can oh, yeah. listen to uh, the same sort of content, only directed at uh, Evangelifish and uh, Methacostals. Methabapticostals, um, Methabapta yeah. Methabapta yeah, there we go, those guys. <laughs> more more <laughs> dancing with flag flags and stuff. Same bad theology. Um, so anyways, that's going to that's gonna wrap it up for us here at Christian Combatives. I hope you had fun. I don't think you learned much of anything, but God bless you all and take care.